We are at Africa's Travel in Daba. In Daba at Durban ICC. It's quite busy here. We have different exhibitors that, of course, are wanting to convince everybody about their particular products. We've been talking about the state of tourism in the country to get a sense of how um, specific operations have been affected. I'm joined now by Alan Campbell. He's the sales and marketing director at a new hotels and resorts. Alan, good morning to you. Thanks for making time for us today. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you for having me. You know, we had glowing, we've heard rather, glowing reviews um, from some of the officials, particularly in the tourism entities, about the state of tourism in the country, the bounce back, the state of domestic travel in the country. What has been your experience at a new hotels and resorts? I think we're, we're very optimistic at the moment. Uh, domestic leisure is driving a lot of demand and really fueling the recovery mm-hmm. at, a, at a rapid rate. I think the stats that are starting to come out look positive. We're obviously all very eager for international guests to return for that uh, international investment back into the tourism uh, sector. But at the moment, I must say, when we're looking back to 2019 numbers, the recovery is well underway. There are a few locations in the country which are recovering at faster rates than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, KZN, is, KZN specifically is doing extremely well, uh, whereas you know the more business locations, you know, Gauteng, are still struggling to, to get back to those 2019 numbers. Mm-hmm. What do you think are some of the key reasons behind that? Um, sure. I think uh, the domestic leisure market has, has really been one of the key factors in the recovery process for since 2019. Mm. I mean, they've, they've been the only demand we had when, when borders were closed, and uh, it's been fantastic to see that South Africans are exploring our country. I think, uh, you know, historically, you know, the two major locations were Kruger and Cape Town, and I think that's rapidly changing. People mm-hmm. are exploring and discovering all the absolutely stunning places we have in this country, uh, some of which are very much off the beaten track. Do, do you think, you know, the, the lockdown actually forced people to look at what was around them and what was accessible, and therefore, you know, we've discovered all of these hidden gems? Absolutely, and, and, I, and I think it also forced people to, to really take stock of what matters to them and mm-hmm. what they want uh, in the future for themselves, including mm-hmm. memories and adventures and uh, a little bit more of an appetite for getting out there and exploring. When we look at the international picture, the issue of airlines has been raised as a big challenge in as far as getting tourists to South Africa. Domestically, what are we seeing? Because we've also had the closure of um, big airlines that were traveling locally. No, it's a, it's a massive factor at the moment for us. You know, we, we do need more players in the South African airspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need additional competition. We need additional flights, certainly for some routes that, that really, you know, could benefit massively from greater feats. Um, obviously, the, the oil price at the moment is driving costs up significantly. You know, international airplane prices are up you know, anything from 40 to 100% in some countries, which is obviously also slowing the recovery and, mm. and the return of our international guests. But in South Africa, yes, you know, and, and again, specifically those secondary node airports, you know, the Peter Maritzburgs, the George, uh, Nelspray, you know, they're, they're vital um, 
entry lanes for a lot of the tourism destinations mm-hmm. that are growing traction. But, you know... Yeah, the, the problem is that currently you don't get tickets under 3,000 to some of those uh, airports or yeah. the, uh, locations. You're 100% right. I mean, some some uh, tickets are, are starting to look like international... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Peter Maritzburg had a return flight, no, one-way ticket of about 7,000 rand the one weekend. Yeah. Uh, and when you think about traveling locally for 7,000 rand just on your flight ticket alone, that, that absolutely, you know, turns you off. Absolutely. And I think, you know, Peter Maritzburg is a great example, which, you know, it, it is the capital of KZN. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people will defer to Durban in that front, but Peter Maritzburg is the capital of KZN. It's the entry point for a lot of South Africans into the Midlands and the Drakensberg mm-hmm. and some of the most spectacular places in South Africa. And, you know, I think we've got one carrier, one commercial carrier that goes there. Not enough flights, and, and you know, really for us to open up that area to more South Africans and to more international tourists, we really do need the airline industry to place a little bit more emphasis on new carriers doing the, the slightly off the beaten track routes as well and, and really opening up the country. The one thing that comes up when we talk to businesses about just the operations is the issue of load shedding and uh, how much of a hindrance to business that is. Uh, being in the tourism space, what have you found you've had to do in order to cushion the experience of, of, of your visitors so that they don't come and leave grumpy and never want to come again um, when it comes to the different offerings you have? Well, I, I think, you know, very clearly the expectation from guests at our hotels is that they don't experience load shedding, <laughs> you know. Um, and so we, we do our utmost to ensure that they don't. So, you know, the, the lights are always on and, and everything's working. You know, that said, that comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say, you know, we're only recovering to 2019 numbers now, uh, and we, that means we're not tr- keeping track with inflation over the last three years and the rising fuel prices and the cost of what it costs to keep generators going, mm-hmm. generating. And so for a number of operators, that really is putting a big financial strain on them. And I, I've heard a lot talk about raising additional levies for guests who stay with them to compensate for the load shedding mm-hmm. costs. But I don't think we're in a place where we want to to see that that kind of thing happen. You know, we still want to be an extremely attractive destination. We are. uh, Value is still crucial to the domestic markets. Mm. And, and, you know, we need to continue to drive that message. I was going to say it's not as simple as as raising prices, right? Because that also creates uh, another problem. What do you find is, is a comfortable price point for for domestic travelers where you where you can say that you get the the majority of people sort of going in at that level. Of course, if you're on the high end of the LSM, it doesn't matter how much you pay because you've got more than enough money to pay. But what what do the majority of us really find to be a good price point? I think it depends very much on whether you're business or leisure traveler. And and I think, you know, people are really looking for value and they're looking for experiences. They're Mm -hmm. looking for, for in many ways, sort of all-inclusive or, on the other side of the spectrum, Mm self-catering, whether it's a little bit more budget-friendly. Yes. But I think, you know, in the self-catering space, anything from 850 to 1,200 rand a room, you know, when you get into bed and breakfast and dinner bed and breakfast prices, that that goes up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, I think the domestic leisure market specifically at the moment uh, is, is value hungry. 
they're they're looking for deals. They they're uh, they're exhaustive in their research. <laughs> uh, so you know the 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 onus is on hotels to make sure that they're they're providing value propositions. Creates a lot more competition for people like you, Ellen. Absolutely. So uh, you know, in an exhibit like this, uh, what, what do you say to people to, to convince them that you're better than the guy next to you? Well, I think, you know, for, for us, it's about hospitality. And I, and I think, you know, we, we use that term glibly these days. But hospitality is really about knowing that everything's taken care of for you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about anything. There's someone who will look after you, someone who will look after the things that are important to you, and somebody who is invested in ensuring that you walk away happy, uh, having experienced something special, and having, you know, realized value for money. And, and where does one find your hotels and resorts? Where are they situated? I, I'm giving you now 30 seconds free marketing. <laughs> this opportunity is not going to come up again. Thank you, Kathy. I mean, we're, we're all over. We're in Cape Town. We're in Johannesburg, Pretoria, Whitbank, uh, Rustenburg, Newcastle, in, uh, in Galenia, Kokstad, Hilton, uh, Zinkwazi, Lutlui. Um, so, yeah, we, we really are all over the place. It, it sounds like that. So the best thing to do is just go to your website. Absolutely. But, but w- what's your personal preference? Which hotel would of yours would you recommend people visit? My favorite, and, it, and it's, it's not the most impressive of our properties by any stretch, but we've got this beautiful 44-room hotel between Ngeli and Kokstad in the Natal South Coast, and it's in the midst of the Ngeli Forests uh, and the Ngeli Mountains. And it's just, it offers a proper escape. You can disappear into it. Ellen, you are about to disappear now. Because <laughs> I think I've, I've done more than enough. I've given you enough airtime. Thank you so much Absolutely. for coming to speak to us um, as somebody who's part of this conference and just the experience that you are having as a business when it comes to how your industry um, and, of course, your business is is affected uh, by all of the various issues that are coming up in this uh, Indaba, Africa's travel Indaba. That's Alan Campbell. He, of course, is with a new hotels and resorts. He is the sales and marketing director there. I think Alan will say that's a big tick, you know, tick on the box. He's like, job done for the year, you know. <laughs> He's going to take that to the next meeting where, where he has to do appraisals. He's like, look, this is what I did. All right, enough of that. Coming up, we focus on the situation in Sudan. You're listening to The Talking Point.